Welcome to another episode of Back Body Conversation. I'm your host, uh, Amanam Aki Baisab. Amanam Scott. And then I'm Robert. Dhanabad uh, for joining us. Thank you. Uh, high school seeing uh, is encounters, uh, Jesus encounters. He encounters lots of different types of people. And discussion And today we're looking at Noya uh, Testament, Matthew's Gospel, chapter 12. So I'm just going to read uh, from that passage, uh, verses 1 to 15, and 14, 1 to 14, and then we'll read it in Trinity myself. Okay, questioned about the Sabbath. Not long after Jesus was walking through some cornfields on the Sabbath, his disciples were hungry. So they began to pick ears of corn and eat the grain. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to Jesus, Look, it is against the law for your disciples to do this on the Sabbath. Jesus answered, You have never read, have you never read the, uh, what David did that time when he and his men were hungry? He went into the house of God, and he and his men ate the bread offered to God, even though it was against the law for them to eat it. Only the priests were allowed to eat the, that bread. Or have you not read in the law of Moses that every Sabbath the priests in the temple actually break the Sabbath law, yet they did not, not guilty? I tell you that there is something here greater than the temple. The scripture says, It is kindness what I want, not animal sacrifices. If you really knew what this means, you would not condemn people who are not guilty. For the Son of Man is the Lord of the Sabbath. And it continues. Jesus left that place and went to a synagogue where there was a man who was paralyzed with a paralyzed hand. Some were there who wanted to accuse Jesus of doing wrong. So they asked him, It is against our law to heal on the Sabbath. Jesus answered, What if one of you had a sheep and it fails falls into a deep hole on the Sabbath. Will he not take take hold of it and lift it out? And a man is worth much more than a sheep. So then our Lord does not allow us to help someone on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man with the paralyzed hand, Stretch out your hand, stretch it out, and it became well again, just like the other one. Then the Pharisees left and made plans to kill Jesus. By Sabafne, Sileti for Tafarmen. Sure. Let me for you. Zuma Baror, Befari Talin. Eg Juma Bare, Hosrot Isa Hetor Ayudi, Atia Zawat Asla. Tan Shagrit Oklor, Fetubuk Lagai. Paradan or Sora Siri Siri, Hawat Lagla. Ita Dekia, Forishi Mosapur, Manche, Isare Hura. Shoriote Hori. Juma Bare, Kunukam, Kora Zais Nai. Te afna shagarit okleit an or sur la sirira, chene. Isai zu aftila, tawad nobi artan logur manche ekbar fetu buk set horsla. Ita afna la forsoi nani. Tain uh, mabudur chapogoro hamaya, 
hofabitro ruti heisla. I ruti chawa to train ar train logor manchur ladi in azais, ita chali imam sabor ladi zais asil. Ar, afnar a taurat sharifor for sein nani, baitan logodosur imam okle jimobare zumar dino neom bangleo tarar kuluguna oina. Oile, ami afnareri huiran, baitan lukodos tahidami ek manush ono asoin. Mabudul Salamor o ayatur beg zudi afnara buzta. Ze ayato ase, ami doya dektamsai, foshukhor baninai. Te afnara ni ofara de re, ofaradi banaila naone. Hunoka, juma baror tamam ek tiar ami bin adamor ato. Bade Hosrot Isa intone dia o furishi oklon moshido hamaila. Hono, ola ek beta asil, tar ek at bemari, bemare, hukaigese. Isar kuno kutbar horia tanri to shipananir niote. O moshido manche tanri se kaila, sab. Musar shoriot mafik zumabare, heuro bemar shifa kora, zaisni. Isaizo aftila, doroka. Afnarar exonur egu merazu di jimabare gatur maze forizai, te odin i merare gato taki tulta naini. Ar manshur dam tot mera taki bod beshi. Elagi buzozai, zimabareo nek hamkora zais ase. Bade, tain o hukna atala betare huila. Tumar at kan barao. Heitar at baraitio hukna at oino atur lakhan furafur bala oigelo. Bade, ho forishi okle baregia furamishkola, isare kila zane marazai. Donna Badbai sab, shundushur khoye forso. Shall we retell it? So it's quite a long passage. We had two readings and there's two situations here. Can we retell it in a in a summary? Scott Bice of Afnefort of Arbani? of Arbani? So the, the first kind of the scene that we have is is uh, Jesus with his disciples are walking along a field and they begin to take some of the grain and eat it. And uh, according to the um, Pharisaic law, um, they were saying that that was uh, unlawful. You're not supposed to work on the Sabbath day. And so they call that into question. And Jesus, with um, some pretty good logic, explains uh, why they're wrong and what they're saying. And I think we can get into that uh, also in a little bit. Um, but in, in summary, he basically says, um, you're, not, you're not thinking correctly. And he, he claims authority himself as being um, the Son of Man as Lord of the Sabbath. And so what he says is, is meant to be followed and not what they think. And then uh, that kind of escalates a little bit. Uh, they bring someone to him that can't move his hand. And uh, they say, well, is it okay to, to heal on the Sabbath then? And Jesus basically says it is it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath and healing someone is to do good. And uh, by the end of that uh, little scene, uh, the Pharisees, they, they want to get rid of Jesus. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, so uh, I just want to share a quick thought uh, on myself uh, reading this passage. I, in the earliest memories of reading this passage, so when I uh, was reading the New Testament, the Blamey Forum, I was starting to read the Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. When I was reading through Matthew's Gospel, when I reached here 
at this passage, I was a bit uh, confused or I didn't quite understand it. And because of my confusion, I've always ignored this passage. Uh, I was never put so much emphasis on reading again or understanding. I wanted to read other passages because it's a bit more easier. So I've come to understand with this passage, it really is helpful to understand and respect and give weight to the importance of the Old Testament. I found it that it's very difficult to understand this passage without the Old Testament and how the Old Testament and the New Testament, uh, they belong with each other. So we are reading, I'm not on a forum from the New Testament, the Gospel, and that's something I've come to appreciate, the Old Testament and the New Testament together. They belong with each other. It's not separate. So the, the one of the reasons I uh, didn't understand it or didn't have a, a huge respect for this because I didn't understand it because a lot of it is in the Old Testament. I haven't read the Old Testament. So it does make sense to understand some of the Old Testament. So Jesus is being fair with the Pharisees. Basically, they are um, the disciples are walking through the field, they eat something, and the Pharisees accuse Jesus. Something's not quite right here. So I think Jesus is being fair, and he says it in verse 3 and 5, haven't you read, or it reads this. Can you say a bit more? What is meant by that? So the, the, the Pharisees, these teachers of religious law, who think they know the law, um, of God very well say look Jesus what you're doing is not allowed on this particular day and that particular day is called the Sabbath day um, and Sabbath is was a day of rest and right back like you said at Akik in the Old Testament in the Hebrew scriptures in the previous prophets um, we're told what the Sabbath is about and it's in the first chapter really um, of the Torah after God has created the world in, in the universe in six days he then rests on the seventh day. Now, that doesn't mean he puts his feet up, sits in a deck chair, and doesn't do anything. Because he's clearly sustaining the world um, in some way. But it's a, it's an explanation of him enjoying his creation. His work is completed. And he invites Adam and Eve into that rest to enjoy it. That's what the Garden of Eden is a picture of. Resting, enjoying the creation, enjoying time, being with God. And then later on, as God's revelation progresses through the prophets, he says to the prophet Moses, that on this day in the week, the Sabbath day, the Saturday, you should take a day of rest to remember me, to remember my creation, to remember I've rescued you out of Egypt and you shouldn't work on it. And then later prophets um, accuse the people of God, uh, people of Israel, of, of breaking that Sabbath as an example of them not holding God um, in their hearts. Um, and so Sabbath breaking it becomes really important. And the Pharisees don't want people to break the Sabbath anymore. And they create lots of rules about what is work and what isn't work. And in their thinking, they think this just kind of getting, getting some coin, get corn rather, to, to make some food, a little bit of a snack. That's work. And so this is really dangerous is what they're, they're thinking. So they're kind of going back to the previous scriptures. But as Jesus points out, actually, they misunderstood the whole point of those scriptures and who they're pointing to. So uh, the the Pharisees are, are waiting or watching closely. They're finding fault. And this is an example of finding fault. But Jesus is fair. He uses reason in verse 3. Have you not read? David did uh, um, this when he was hungry in verse 3. And again, have you not read? 
in the law of Moses on the Sabbath, priests did this in the temple. But what's really interesting, Jesus is being fair with them because he's using what they already know. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. Uh, I thought it was really interesting. They are waiting to trap him. But Jesus responds uh, uh, by himself. Uh, I thought it was really interesting. Is He says he is the Lord of the Sabbath. He is uh, of great importance. But again, he pushes it further. He goes... Um, he is, uh, I tell you this, I tell, verse 6, I tell you that there is something here greater than the temple. So again, he's, he's showing himself to be, uh, very important, uh, and, uh, and he rolls into the next story. Um, and again, uh, in verse, uh, 3 and 5, he uses reason, always trying to be, trying to be fair. But he uses uh, uh, reason and logic of an animal uh, being in a pit. Any more with that? Can you give a flesh out animal in a pit? I think he's just pointing to the fact that that legalism and the way that the Pharisees are trying to follow the law um, isn't isn't actually what the Sabbath was meant to be. Mm. It wasn't meant to be something where I will, I will do all in my strength to do something, but it is it is what what was pointed to as as Brother Rob was talking about the the rest in God, and so so what is Sabbath rest? It is to be able to do good and to to do the things of God and to enjoy God, and so if a if an animal falls into uh, a hole, um, it Technically, according to the Pharisees, that would be work to pull that out, but there's not anybody that wouldn't pull the lamb out because they want to save the lamb. And so if it's okay to do good on the Sabbath, then uh, why would healing not be a good thing? Um, it really is calling into question the, the the Pharisees, their whole setup was wanting to to make sure that they use all their self-control and all their willpower to, to do everything perfectly. And and Jesus saying that's actually not how it works. That that not only can they not do that in general, but it really is us us resting in God rather than than trying to perform. And uh, with this healing, uh, he heals this person. Uh, they find fault with this uh, in Jesus. And we see Tara Dilo Bitrikita, Amda Diki Tara Sintahura Dilo Kita, Tara Hoi, Pharisees, uh, uh, then they, then the Pharisees left and made plans to kill Jesus. And uh, we're in chapter 4 or 12, uh, still kind of like, still not even halfway, maybe. And they had intentions to uh, kill Jesus and and this is uh, the run up to what's happening with Jesus and the Pharisees. Yeah, so I think the healing also shows something of what uh, the rest that God intended is all about back in creation, a day of, of wholeness and restoration and completeness. And Jesus is restoring this man, he's giving him rest. And these stories of the Sabbath rest come hot on the heels after Jesus has just offered people rest. So in Seleti he says, "Bad buza bute bute tumra zera haranoigeso, tumra hokol amar gese au." 
Amitumbare Arandimu. Arandimu. He will give people rest. And this is an example of that. He will feed people. He will restore people. Because he's greater than David. He's greater than the temple where you could meet God. He is the one that is doing the, the work that we need to have rest in our souls and, and, and rest forever with God. He is doing it. So we don't have to, like Brother Scott said. Thank you very much. I'm not sure if you're going to be able to do it. I'm not sure if you're going to be able to do it.